0: Prepare yourself to ingest current events, pop culture, and politics with a side of Latin flair. Vices. I don't
1: have to show you any stinking vices.
0: This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: I want to get to this right off the bat. As a matter of fact, you know what, Ellie? We're not going to do the normal rigmarole. You can go ahead and fade down the music. I want to get into the flip around right off the bat here on the Chris Salcedo Show. Welcome to it, everybody. 888 933 Talk about dishonesty. You've got uh, the Chiron graphic. That's the, the wording on the bottom of the screen, what they call the lower third, over at MSNBS, saying, still confusion over Trump recording system. It hasn't been established that there is a recording system system you have a tweet from the president who said james comey had better hope there are no tapes of our conversation he didn't say he was responsible for recording anything but here comes msnbs with a Chiron graph he says confusion over taping system what system what system msnbs you could say suspected system. How was it that, that I, a former reporter, a former journalist, and a current talk show host knows more about journalism than the folks at MSNBS do? Let's get to the flip around.
2: Uh, and more recently, Russia to try to ramp up the pressure on uh, North Korea. Of course, we had that missile test over the weekend. All
1: right, MSNBS has just moved on from that, talking about North Korea. Uh, CNN, the leader of the basket of bias, they are focused in on this because they just got out of a a White House press briefing. And Sean Spicer said, look, we're not going to comment any further. The, the, the tweet speaks for itself. The president has made it clear he has nothing further on that.
0: Well, I mean, it'll hold as long as that's the answer they want to run with. I don't think we're going to stop asking uh, about it because
1: it's it's salacious and it's substantive at the same time. I mean, we have not talked about secret White House tapes, I think, since before I was born. or I must have been like two years old. So it's a very big deal, and it relates to the president and his conversations with the now-fired FBI director. And let's not forget why we're dealing with this. And this goes to why I think it's so difficult for anybody in Sean Spicer's job, whether it's him or Sarah Sanders or whoever uh, will try and speak for him. The president is the one that told everybody about this. It's not like... No! He didn't say that there was a recording system. All he said is James Comey better hope nobody recorded our conversation. He didn't say he did. He didn't say there was a White House system. The the, the, the press, they, they smell blood in the water because Sean Spicer refused. He was asked, what, four different times in the press briefing today about this. No further comment. The tweet speaks for itself. President said... James Comey had better hope that nobody recorded our conversation. Now, see, when I heard that, I thought it was a nice little shot across the bow that James Comey was so disinterested in finding those who had committed felonies. James Comey was so uninterested in finding those who had violated, those we knew violated federal law. Instead trying to put the vast majority of his FBI's resources on, onto an investigation he had been con- conducting since last July under President Obama, and that two branches of Congress, or two uh, houses of Congress are investigating right now. Two houses of Congress, two committees in Congress, and, and the FBI are investigating possible Trump collusion, Trump campaign collusion with Russia. And which I have more coming up in the sound bites, folks, that the individuals in Congress know that the president is not a subject of this investigation. But James Comey was not at all interested in finding those who we knew committed a felony. The low hanging fruit and James Comey didn't want to go after them. That's why I believe he's out of a job. Because James Comey said, oh, that felony over there that we know took place? I'm not going to look into that. Nope, nope, nope. I want to go over here and, and, and see if I can find something to delegitimize this president. And that's, and behaving like a Democrat. So this whole idea that, that Donald Trump comes out with a tweet that says James Comey had better hope that nobody tape recorded our conversation. And the whole press says, "Oh, Trump is saying a secret meeting, a secret, secret recording, secret recording device." He didn't say that. So this is a prime example of the fabrication of news. This is fake news. That the president didn't tweet. Hey, uh, I I secretly record all my conversations. He didn't tweet that. He said that James Comey had better hope nobody did and i think he was tweaking james comey because james comey didn't want to didn't want to go and investigate those inside of trump's white house and those inside of government in the executive branch who are leaking like sieves right
2: now let's get over to fox the justice department uh, those are all things i think are at this point a greater possibility uh, than turning to some sort of a politician
1: Josh,
3: regarding the issues we we hear from people on the record about them daily, we did on Friday, we have today, and then we hear this talk of of people really having great concern behind the scenes. Could, Could you give us what you know about this sort of sentiment?
2: Well, I mean, uh, there's nervousness, uh, as we heard in the briefing, with these questions about the tape recording system and whether there is one or isn't one. The question to Spicer today was actually whether he could provide assurance to people visiting or working in the Oval Office that they weren't being recorded. And it was just like a flat-out non-response. This is an administration that I think has already struggled to find people to join its ranks, uh, some because some people were not willing to do so, in other cases because they may have made statements that were seen as disloyal to President Trump uh, during the campaign, they were scratched from the list. And you now look at that pool narrowing once again when you can't get uh, assurances that, for example, you're not being recorded in your private conversations in the White House.
1: Well, the only people who assumed that it was the White House doing the recording was the press. Donald Trump didn't allege that the White House was recording anything i I can go find the the actual tweet It's not really germane uh to the the fabrication that we're seeing from a biased press and that's all it is it's all a fabrication this whole thing is a fabrication the russia the the russia probe it's it's the same thing as saying well there's uh possibility of Russia collusion in the election, although the president himself isn't under investigation, confirmed by James Comey to not one, but two senators, and we'll get into that. And then, but the Democrats, instead of wanting to uh, tell the truth about what's going on the president, they'd rather keep the guessing game going. And to continue to, to belittle and berate and delegitimize this president. And the press is willing to go along with it. And that's why I find all of this so disingenuous. President, now, look, I, I am a little concerned that Sean Spicer didn't give the explanation I just gave. What, I, I would look at the, the press corps and go, where do you guys get this? Where do you guys get that there was a recording device? Did the president say there was a recording device? No, he said, James Comey had better hope there wa- that our conversation wasn't recorded. He'd better hope. As Donald Trump saying, you better be a straight shooter, Mr. Comey, not the partisan we all know you to be. Because of what you did with Hillary Clinton and other and other actions you have taken. Not least of which is the ignoring of those who violated U.S. law to release classified information to the press. So, at, at any rate, I'm not sure why Sean Spicer won't go there. Um, the more he denies, the more there are going to be people saying, hey, sounds like he's got something to hide. And they'll stay on it. I promise you they will. Telephone numbers, 888 three ninety three eight 900 3393 SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. You can find this program on demand. TheBlazeRadio.com. You can listen to us live. The Blaze Radio smartphone app or the iHeartRadio app. Also for live listening to the Chris Salcedo Show and all the Blaze programming. On social media at ChrisSalcedoTX at C-H-R-I-S-S-A-L-C-E-D-O-T-X as in Texas. On Facebook, The Chris Salcedo Show. You'll find an email link. Right there on the Facebook page. I'll be back in two shakes on The Blaze.
0: Keep up with The Chris Salcedo Show on Facebook and on Twitter at
1: Chris Salcedo TX.
0: Just another way to stay in touch with Chris on The Blaze Radio Network.
3: Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house?
0: You're listening to the Latino conservative, Chris Salcedo, on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: You guys uh, remember Zach Ruff? That was the assistant principal in uh, Downington, Pennsylvania, who was cursing out these pro-life kids uh, who were protesting on the street. Uh, There is an update on Mr. Zach Ruff, and we'll give it to you. On the Chris Salcedo Show, remind you what this reprobate, this leftist, did abusing his authority. Uh, There is an update on what his fate is. Coming up on the Salcedo Show, don't go anywhere. Also, we're going to explore the possibility of getting a new FBI director and possibly opening up the Hillary Clinton email investigation. That's all on the way. Let's um, let's talk about uh, some things (laughs) hitting us right now. As we woke up today, uh, North Korea testing a a, a missile they claim could carry a nuclear warhead. We'll um, get into some sound bites from Charles Krauthammer and the former Defense Secretary Bob Gates coming up on the Chris Salcedo show. Another big story today was this this newly crowned Miss USA, who, by the way, my her name is Kara McCullough. V- beautiful, absolute, drop-dead gorgeous. And you would expect a Miss USA to be that. But turns out she has a brain, too. She sounds very conservative. Kara McCullough, newly crowned Miss USA, is under fire. She was asked during Sunday night's pageant whether she thinks the affordable, uh, that affordable health care for all U.S. citizens is a right or a privilege. She said it's a privilege. Well, God bless her. God bless her. Uh, "Quote as a government employee, I'm granted health care, and I see firsthand that no one that for that for one for one to have health care you need to have a job," said the 25 year old. Later in the competition, she also was asked what she considers feminism to be, and whether she considers herself a feminist. McCullough said she likes. Uh, She likes to transpose the word feminism to equalism. The U.S. uh, Nuclear Regulatory Commission scientists' answers uh, did not sit well with some viewers. (laughs) She is a U.S. Nuclear Regulatory Commission scientist. And because she had an opinion that said, well, you know, I don't think people have a right for health care paid for by their neighbor or some nameless, faceless rich guy. That earned her a lot of pushback from leftists. Uh, Miss Black SAV wrote on Twitter Affordable health care is a privilege? Miss District of Columbia is canceled. She ended up winning. It is a privilege, it's a service. Nobody is guaranteed a service paid for by somebody else, or that it's affordable. Are you guaranteed affordable lawn care? Are you guaranteed affordable pool service? Are you guaranteed affordable auto service? No, you're not. You are, you are guaranteed what the market will bear. And it bears pointing out that as government continually sticks its big, unwelcome nose into areas like health insurance and healthcare. guess what? It distorts that market. When you subsidize something, guess what? You're going to get more of it, more cost of it. Look at education. The minute the U.S. taxpayer started backstopping uh, education payments, Guess what happened to the cost of an education? Skyrocketed. Same thing happens with healthcare. So, anyway, she's getting a lot of blowback, but I think beauty and brains, fantastic combination. And that leads, and again, but it, it's, it's a very conservative point of view. And that's why she's being, she won. But she's also being blasted today. Everything's everything's political, you know. Even our entertainment. Now this this came out... What was it? Four days ago? Uh, Trey Goins Phillips. Am I pronouncing that name correctly? I hope I am. Uh, right here on The Blaze. Wrote this up. You guys heard of the show Last Man Standing. I've seen... Two episodes. Uh, I'm just uh, sitcoms. I've lost a taste for sitcoms. I mean, since Frasier, I just haven't watched sitcoms. And but but what I saw, it was it was funny. I, I always liked Tim Allen, so it was funny. But apparently, it's it's ABC's second highest rated comedy, and it's being canceled by ABC. Uh, Let's see, the last 30-minute show routinely won its time slot, boasting 6.4 million viewers a week. And this show is on its way out, and many are speculating it was a political decision because Tim Allen plays a conservative guy in a household full of women. Um, his, His family, I'm assuming, his daughters and his wife. Last man standing. So... He, I, I when i the episodes I saw he wasn't overtly political you you could just tell he was more of a traditional kind of guy a traditional character. so you you can't dismiss this because a it was at the top of the ratings, but it's being canceled. ABC's president it is rumored may run for president of the United States. Now, I'm not sure how credible it is. But it's out there. And it is also rumored he's a big lib. Now, you, you juxtapose all of this with what's happening over on um, Designated Survivor. Now, this is the offering from Keith, Kiefer Sutherland, who is the, main, the principal star. And this, this show started out as a terrorist attack on the U.S. Capitol. And all of government, a Democrat government, was wiped out. So there was a designated survivor, uh, which is the individual who will not be in the Capitol in case the unthinkable happens, who can carry on continuity of government should the unthinkable happen. Well, in this case, it did. I think he was the HUD secretary, if I'm not mistaken, that was his original position, Key for Sutherland's character, ended up being president. And it turns out the Republicans had also a designated survivor, not at this State of the Union address where the terrorist attack took place. Anyway, this Republican ends up being a moderate and somewhat of a heroic figure because only moderate Republicans can be heroic in Hollywood. But this president, played by Kiefer Sutherland, is supposed to be a middle of the road kind of guy he's an independent the first independent president but the whole dang show is skewing liberal it demonizes conservatives mocks conservatives doesn't represent us truthfully or fairly and that show I'll bet you dollars to donuts that show stays but here comes Tim Allen in a what is largely considered a conservative sitcom he's on his way out the door and many people are a little ticked off at this. And I, don't, I can't say I blame them. But um, I, I've given designated survivor one year. If they don't turn it around and start, you know, a little more, at least better representation of conservatism, uh, I'm out. Coming up next season. Be right back. 888-900-3393.
3: The Chris Salcedo Show.
1: On the Blaze Radio Network.
0: Show conservative talk radio
1: with spice. Right, another big story uh, this weekend. We talked a little bit about it on, on Friday. Was the outbreak of this? Well, it's not a virus. It's uh, it's it's a malware attack that's that's holding uh, a, a lot of folks' computers in various industries all over the globe uh, hostage. Uh, let's talk about this this whole unfolding issue, and it was there's there's a lot of consternation as we get back to business today on this Monday about just what this whole thing is going to do. Keith Barthold is a uh, cybersecurity expert and CEO of DKB Innovative. His company provides professional IT services, including data protection for businesses both here at home and abroad. Keith, welcome to the Chris Salcedo Show.
3: Hey, thanks for having me.
1: So let's talk about uh, this this particular bit of ransomware. You got Microsoft and the Russians out there blaming the NSA, saying that because of all the leaks going on, that it was it was a virus derived from NSA coding that is making it particularly worrisome. Is this what your information tells you?
3: That's correct. I mean, it was based, It was an exploit based on a vulnerability that was discovered uh, and patched. It was actually patched by Microsoft back in March. Problem is, um, there are a lot of operating systems out there like Windows XP and Server 2003 that are no longer supported by Microsoft and not receiving those patches. Uh, you know, and a lot of um, small businesses and large businesses alike uh, don't stay current on their patching.
1: Problem is, is that they're affecting places like hospitals, uh, to where doctors are having to go back and do it the old-fashioned way, uh, be- because there's been a major push not only here in the United States in the last administration, but also around the world to go digital, and uh, and my contention is, man alive, if, if you if one of these malware uh, pieces of of coding causes the death of somebody. I think it ought to be it ought to be, you know, summary execution when you find these the perpetrators. The problem is finding the perpetrators. Why is it so hard to locate these people? It's
3: tough because this is and especially this particular W cry or WannaCry strain is just like a virus. It's attacking a vulnerability and it's spreading from network to network. You know, it only takes one patched uh, unpatched computer in a network um, to to get a hold of this virus. And then it spreads throughout uh, the entire network and everything it's connected to. And so it is uh, very anonymous. And as you know, Bitcoin is, you know, it's not a traceable currency.
1: Yeah. Uh, Keith Barthold is our guest right now. He's a cybersecurity expert and CEO of DKB Innovative. Uh, A couple of questions about now now what as as now the United States, we haven't been hit hard by this. I guess it was Russia who was really hit hard, which is talk about irony. Uh, Russia was really hit hard by this, and that's why they're blaming the United States leaks of of NSA coding for this, as is Microsoft. But so, so my understanding from what you just said to us, that if you have updated Windows 10, you're you're okay uh, from this particular attack. Is do I have that about right?
3: That's correct. As long as you have the pa- the, the patches that were released back in March and you're current on on your patching, uh, you should be good. Also, Microsoft released over the weekend uh, a series of of additional patches that actually cover even their legacy operating systems, such as Windows XP. And so, you know, we had a very busy weekend at DKB Innovative, um, pushing all of those patches out and just being extra sure that, that none of our clients were impacted.
1: Right. And you know what? That's, that's I, I didn't know that about uh, Microsoft getting out there and getting busy over the weekend. Now, uh, uh, President Donald Trump has called together his team and trying to coordinate a response to this. What can the nation's businesses, either than patching? Is there another defense that they can set up besides making sure that their their current patches are up to date? Is there something they can do outside of that?
3: Yeah, I mean, p- patching obviously. Um, second is making sure that you have a strong um, antivirus, anti-malware program, uh, the the software that we use in particular updates in real time, and so when updates and outbreak like this hits. it's Automatically pushing those updates and, and aware of, of malware and blocking it, um, and then you know the obvious thing is backups. having uh, data backups that are then offline or air-gapped from the system, so ransomware can't attack the backups themselves. but you know should you find yourself in a situation where you're wondering whether you should pay, that decision's a whole lot easier when you have a, a confirmed good backup that you can just restore your data. From.
1: And what would you recommend if you if you had a client who came to you and said, Well, we can't get our our computers on stuck. We have no backup, would would you actually ever suggest paying?
3: I have not been in that situation. I hope not to be. Um <laughs> you know it's a it, 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 it's an odd it's an odd predicament to be in. I know that the FBI is actually recommending that um people pay the ransomware in certain cases like that. Wow. Um my fear is that you know, so you pay the ransom, but who's to say that you're going to get your data back? Um, I, hopefully you just never get put in that situation. That's the key is prevention.
1: Can you give uh, some names that are that are high on, on DKB's list uh, for uh, good malware protection? Because, you know, there, there are all, you look around, there are tons of folks saying, oh, we're great, we're great, we're great, and you, you install them and they're not so great. Give us a, at least a top three in your book.
3: Wow. <laughs> well, from a, from a business standpoint, you know, it, it really I'm going to say it depends because every situation is unique. I know for right. in, in most cases our clients were using Webroot um which is a little bit unique in that uh, you know, it doesn't it, it doesn't uh, set a time to update its uh, virus definitions and malware definitions. It's real time and so You know, if there is one infection, uh, you know, in the U.K., it will update, and then all of the machines across the U.S. will update immediately when they recognize that strain. So it's very, very fast, which is why, you know, we use that. But there are a few other... Good ones out there as well.
1: Big sigh of relief for the Chris Alcedo show is that is what we use on our our networked computers here. <laughs> at the, so thank oh, Keith Keith Barthold. Everybody.
3: Another key is yeah. that you know antivirus is only as good as it's managed. Uh, An antivirus that is sitting there and is not updating and is not truly active because it's not being monitored and managed is really pretty useless.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Keith Barthold, everybody, cybersecurity expert, CEO of DKB Innovative. His company provides professional IT services, including data protection for businesses, both here at home and abroad. Sir, appreciate you being here on the Chris Salcedo Show.
3: All right, thanks so much.
1: All right, telephone numbers triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three eight 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 nine zero zero three three nine three. The other big story coming out of the weekend is the crazy fat kid is at it again and firing off missiles. And this missile was allegedly able to carry a nuclear warhead. Now, take that at face value because it's communists, and we know communists don't tell the truth. They never tell the truth. But that being said, by all by all accounts, this was a successful test. And this this missile landed about was six hundred or sixty miles. 60 miles off the Russian coast, <laughs> off of uh, Vladivostok, Vladivostok in that region. To which uh, Vladimir Putin was uh, quoted as saying, well, this this wasn't very productive and we're calling for a peaceful resolution, blah, 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 blah. I think that uh, Mr. Putin recognizes he is not the target of such an attack. Uh, So he had to come out and basically say this. But I think the North Koreans wanted to show their range. Literally, their range. Now, I, I think it's fair to say that dating back to the Clinton administration, our approach to North Korea has been an unmitigated failure. And I'm including Bush, Clinton, certainly Obama, which is basically try to bribe this regime and all the bribery money goes to in this case creating a nuclear program now former defense secretary bob gates was asked about this and to evaluate trump's response so far and at least initially i think i agree that trump's response so far is rhetorically speaking different from where these past administrations have been in practice It remains to be seen. But Gates says, well, so far, so good. We've had three administrations follow a pretty consistent policy toward North Korea. And it really hasn't gotten us anywhere. So the notion of disrupting and sort of putting the Chinese on notice that it's no longer business as usual for the United States, I think, is a good thing. Right. And tick tock, tick tock, folks, the the, the clock is ticking. North Korea is moving very quickly with the help of the Iranians to developing a missile technology that will harbor a warhead and that could strike the United States our time has run out our uh, there, there are no good options either because of the dilly-dallying of past administrations there are no good answers so uh, we'll we'll put a fine point on that coming up the other side of the break you found the Salcedo show here on the Blaze Radio Network.
0: The Chris Salcedo Show will be right back. The Blaze Radio Network. Chris Salcedo.
1: That is one colossally stupid woman. Uh, Welcome back, everybody. It's uh, the Chris Salcedo Show. Cecile Richards, who uh, runs the butcher shop, otherwise known as Planned Parenthood, um, (laughs) tried to create a linkage between abortions and Mother's Day. I kid you not. If I can get to it today, I will. But I, I just, I, I just am flabbergasted the lengths these leftists will go to to keep their political power, to keep money flowing in, to keep wantonly killing children, and and the the lengths they'll go to to completely pervert and distort what it is they're doing, so much so that. They would try to equate Mother's Day, a celebration of a mother's love for her child, <laughs> to uh, link to, to their celebration, the left-wing celebration of a mother offing their child in utero. It's just y- you can't make this crap up. Telephone number is triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three eight 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 nine zero zero three three nine three. So Charles Krauthammer talking with Fox News yesterday, special edition of special report on a Sunday. It was talking about what is happening in North Korea. And Charles isn't sold that even the Trump administration's change in rhetoric compared to certainly to Obama or to Bush or to Clinton is getting the desired result. And the the reason he says this is, okay, they may be doing more, the Chinese now, the communist Chinese, but they're still not doing enough to rein in their they're client. Uh, they are the client state of of China, are the North Koreans. And China has a tremendous amount of influence over these folks in North Korea. And Crowdhammer says, okay, if the Chinese are doing more, they need to do more fast. They need to be more, more than they're doing right now. I go back to what I've recommended
3: now for years. You want to get the attention of the Chinese? Declare that the U.S. is quite prepared to look favorably upon a Japanese and South Korean nuclear deterrent. That will get the attention of the Chinese. Their worst nightmare is a nuclear Japan. Japan does not want to go nuclear, but there would be nothing like that to make the Chinese actually do something.
2: Let alone Taiwan. I mean, one phone call got them all worked up. Exactly.
3: No, this would be an earthquake, but we've been waiting now 20 years, and we don't have a lot of time, but people don't understand the, the North Koreans are racing to develop an ICBM that can hit us and we don't have a lot of time. The fuse is burning.
1: The fuse is burning. And once they have it, folks, it's, it's too late. Even their failed tests, they advance. They learn stuff. So my only prayer is is that the Trump administration has a real sense of when it's too late. And They have notified through back channels their Chinese counterparts. If you don't do something concrete to rein these people in, we may have no choice but to put nukes back into South Korea and Japan. A.B. Stoddard was telling Fox News Channel her views on on some of this as well. Uh, And she was also talking about Merrick Garland coming in as the FBI director. Uh, The possibility, you know, I heard Marianne Marsh talking about this just today. Now, she's a, for those of you who don't know who Marianne Marsh is, she's a a longtime Democrat. And she seems to think that Democrats would, well, of course, she may be right. There's no hypocrisy that Democrats can undergo that would would, uh, necessitate the press saying, well, wait a minute. Here's a guy, Merrick Garland, that you said deserved to be in the Supreme Court, but now you're going to filibuster or deny him? To, so he was good enough for the Supreme Court, but he's not good enough for the FBI? Is that? But But no Democrat would ever have to answer that question because the press isn't interested in holding Democrats accountable. I mean, press hasn't held Democrats accountable for the last eight years. Why would they start now? I think on Thursday we're going to We're going to have a conversation about the press holding accountable the Democrats and in particular, a a statement that was made by the disgraced leaker, former DNI chief James Clapper, who said that it's the Trump administration causing a lack of faith in our institutions.
0: You're listening to The Chris Salcedo Show. Part of Generation Blaze on the Blaze Radio Network.